I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The FT. The FT Arts Podcast is brought to you by Vacheron Constantin. This is the latest in our series, The Life of a Song, and I'm Peter Aspen. This week, Like a Rolling Stone. When the song was finally released, it changed lives. Bruce Springsteen said the opening snare shot was as if somebody had kicked open the door to your mind. Paul McCartney was almost hypnotised. It seemed to go on and on forever, he said. It was just beautiful. Even Frank Zappa, worldly beyond his years, thought the game was up. When I heard Like a Rolling Stone, I wanted to quit the music business because I felt... If this wins and it does what it's supposed to do, I don't need to do anything else. But the release of Bob Dylan's acerbic single in the summer of 1965 was far from an uncomplicated process. The life of a song, in the case of Like a Rolling Stone, began to take shape well before its improbable assault on the charts. Originally written as a vengeful stream of vomit directed at an unknown antagonist, as Dylan recalled it, the song was brought to the songwriter's band during the sessions for Highway 61 Revisited, the album which would transform Dylan's working methods and status in the popular music pantheon. The release earlier this month of The Cutting Edge 1965-1966, the twelfth in Dylan's bootleg series, reveals the slow metamorphosis of Like a Rolling Stone into the masterpiece it would become. The box set devotes no less than an entire disc to various rehearsals and abandoned versions of the song. It draws vivid portraits of Dylan the experimentalist and Dylan the perfectionist, at war with each other as the studio clock ticked away. Here was pop in its most anti-ephemeral form, built to last, as laden with significance as any heftier work of high art. The song's beginning was inauspicious. Take One is an instrumental run-through in 3-4 time, lurching like a Bavarian drinking song, with Dylan's febrile harmonica leading the melody. I got lost, man, says Dylan after one minute. Did you get lost? Pianist Paul Griffin reminds the group of the chord sequence. On take four, Dylan unleashes his vocal for the first time. You threw the bums a dime, didn't you? He sings, and immediately clears his throat, the vehemence of the lyric proving too much for him. My voice is gone, he finally tells the band. Once upon a time you guessed so fine You threw the bums a dime in your prime Didn't you? <clears throat> People call, say beware doll You're bound to fall, you thought they're all Kidding you? The song is remade, turned into a more orthodox and quicker 4-4 tune 
and its first rehearsal sees Dylan's anger muted. His tone is more sardonic, the vocal more reliable. But it lacks the righteous sneer that the devastating lyric demands, and the tempo is too even. You used to laugh about Everybody that was hanging out Now you don't talk so loud Now you don't seem so proud On take four of the remake, Serendipity Strikes. 21-year-old session guitarist Al Cooper, a friend of the band, walks into the session holding his guitar, hoping to join in. He's deemed surplus to requirements, but Dylan decides he wants an organ in addition to the piano, and Cooper volunteers to fill in. He improvises his part, as he would later recall, like a little kid fumbling in the dark for a light switch. And suddenly, the song turns into the tumbling, cascading version that will become the finished article. Dylan is still not happy. He orders 11 more takes of the song, experimenting at one point with a quicker, shuffling tempo, while on another version, drummer Bobby Gregg tries some military-style fills. But these remakes are markedly inferior. Dylan and his musicians have already nailed it. The song was released a month later, at more than six minutes long, much to the disapproval of Columbia Records. What did they know? Like a Rolling Stone reached the top ten of most charts, nestling at number two in the US behind the Beatles' Help, another altogether poppier cry of existential disarray. The song has been covered in 50 years' worth of musical styles and is regularly voted the greatest pop song of all time by those lovingly compiled glossy magazines which wish it was still 1965. Last year, the handwritten lyrics to Like a Rolling Stone became the most expensive popular music manuscript to be sold at auction when they fetched just over $2 million at Sotheby's. Observers studied the rare documents scrupulously to find any hint of the identity of Dylan's victim in the song. All they found was some doodles of a chicken, a hat and the head of a deer. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. 
Shopify.com slash work.